So, uh, first of all, uh, there's a, uh, a blank screen on one corner of the screen if you're watching on YouTube today as we've lost our dear friend Lester, uh, has, has gone uh, to the world of, uh, of uh, that Elton Ron concert in the sky. It's actually not in the sky. He's just gone. He's, he's, just gone. he's with Elton Ron this he's week. He's in the he's mountains. Touring. He's touring. And because next week, I should say, we're going to be... Uh, we're going to be in Turks. Should I say I? When I say we're going to be in Turks, okay, goes Brooksy and I, not you guys. Oh man, uh, how, how are you I, guys going back so soon? Oh, well, buddy, we we uh, we have to support. We support the uh, the good people of Turks and Caicos <laughs> service <we> industry. Have, <laughs> we have other causes, but uh, you know, we own a little place down there now, and we like to. Uh, uh, right to frequent it, and it's like our March break. It's our little March break. I get to leave the morning after trade deadline. So you do trade deadline for ten hours. You deserve a reward. My is reward true. is going to Turks and Caicos. Your reward is, is what's your reward after trade deadline? You just go home. Yeah, take I care of the kids. Home. Yeah, I just look after the family. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the county though. I'm going to county before trade deadline. You're going to county. That sounds like an American says he's going to jail. I'm going, I'm going oh, to the okay. county. I thought you said I'm going to county. Oh, Prince Edward County, where your yeah. boat is. Yeah. yeah that's, that's excellent. Um, welcome to the Rubber Boots Podcast. I brought you by our friends at betsafe.net. There's stuff. Uh, there's Puffy. We mentioned Lester's not with us. Uh, Lester, so he won't be with us for two full weeks. Two full weeks without Lester. Uh, you'll hear him on the theme songs later. I did my, uh, annual, my annual checkup. I've talked about it before on the podcast. Uh, the checkup. You know the checkup where I go down to the place down mm, downtown? Yeah. Yep. And uh, you go through a, a, ba- a battery of tests. Does right? does work pay for that? No. They don't? Because that. that's like usually one that like um, high-powered executives, they get those paid for. Correct. You're a pretty high-powered person. I'm not an executive, nor am I high-powered. And uh, I pay for this on my own. Um, wow. What was the uh, – there was an incident last year, I believe, we talked about on the podcast. And I'm not sure what it was. Now I can't remember. But uh, this year there was a another incident, um, which again I usually wouldn't share, but because we're all friends here and this is what we do on this podcast, the one thing I I don't like about this, I'm not, not going to mention the company uh, just in case of uh, uh, you know litigation. Um, <laughs> Pretty sure you, you mentioned uh, them in previous years. <laughs> yeah, this is probably yeah, have, but I'm not going to mention them in reference to this particular. It's only that one. Who's the one guy who goes through all our podcasts? Sean Morrison, our guy, Sean, Sean Morrison. Sean Morrison, the legend. He'll, he'll know what I'm talking about. Exactly. So you get a different doctor every year. 
which is the one thing, you know, I would rather, you know, it would be nice to get the same doctor every year to have that consistency, but they have a mm-hmm. staff of, I'm guessing about 10 or 15 doctors that work shifts. And so you get a different doctor every year. So this, this year's doctor was uh, a veteran, a veteran doctor. Like you know? he used to For be in animals? the service. No, no, he wasn't in the service. He didn't jump on a landmine in Nam. <laughs> well, what, what is a vet? You're just saying he's an old wily vet, like a guy. Yeah, he's a wily, a wily veteran. Doctor. Oh, okay. And for whatever reason, I kind of like the I kind of like the young doctors. I feel like they're on the cutting edge. You know, the old doctors, although they probably have a lot of experience. Yeah. He seemed to be on the, you know, he's on whole numbers. He's on 17 fairway of his doctoring career. Okay. Right. So shots fired. Anyway, as part of the exam, there are two always uncomfortable moments, the cupping of the genitals, right? Okay. And the probing of the anal cavity. Oh, correct. We had both of those. That's a double. Uh, The cupping of the genitals is not bad. They just make sure everything's okay down there. That only takes a second. No big deal. Uh, The probing of the anal cavity is always uncomfortable. Uh, I guess women do this too, right? They would, 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 yeah, women can get get colon cancer and prostate, but they're checking your prostate up up there. Check. Oh, is that a prostate? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess they're checking your colon to an extent, but I don't know what they can find. Oh, I thought thought that's how they checked for colon cancer. (laughs) Oh, they're ripping, they're going for your prostate, seeing what's going on. Oh. Point. Uh, women, I mean, we, as the three of us know, that women have glandular tissue below the yes. bladder uh, and surrounding the urethra that mm-hmm. appears to be homologanimous. Uh, homologanimous. 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 With the uh, male prostate. Uh, I don't believe it's called with the prostate in women, but I'm curious. Maybe some of our female listeners can write in to see if when they're when they have their physicals at the age of forty or fifty, if they if they have uh, if they have to go through the anal probing. Puffy, first of all, have you not had this done yet? Because no, I haven't. Age. I am getting really, the age. You need to I get need it to. done. And and I, I do. and I and I say this seriously to all our male listeners. Like, yeah. Take care of that. Have your prostate checked if you're above but, the age of forty. It's very important. Question but, from the audience: yeah. uh, Who who does it? Who does that? Is it like do you go to a special doctor or do you go no, to no, a regular family doctor? Your family, your family doctor will do that. Yeah. See, and and my family doctor is a lady doctor. Why are you if, putting if up your want... finger? You 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 do it yourself? I'm putting on my hand. <laughs> I have a question. Puffy's like, who does this exam? And, le- and stops like. Oh, I was that. volunteering. I I'll do, do it. I'll I do, do them on the side. I run a little <laughs> thing out of my house in Bradford, twenty nine ninety five. I'll check out your prostate for you. <laughs> Right. Be in high demand, I'll tell you that much. Uh, my question was, like, if you a colonoscopy, I would assume is a more advanced, like that still checks your prostate, right? <laughs> well, I don't. I've had two of those. Uh, I, I'm guessing they can certainly get yeah. a good view of it because there's a camera on there. But mm-hmm. the colonoscopy certainly would be a more detailed, yeah, a more yeah. detailed probing. So if you, if you got the colonoscopy, you wouldn't necessarily need the finger in the bum. I guess so, but it's probably something larger. I mean, I don't know what the size is going in the in the bum with the how colonoscopy. Many, how many fingers in the bum is it? All for it's a full fist. <laughs> no, seriously? No, it's just one finger. Just one finger? And do they do they do they like kind of like do they do that or is it just like a that? Okay, well, this is what I, this is this is this is the point I'm getting to is that um, 
Usually, look at the doctors; they're all professionals, and they go in there. They feel hold on, James. Really quickly, they're not okay. always all professionals. <laughs> they're not all. Professionals. There's been a few scandals. <laughs> did, did you check for the uh, diplomas on the wall? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've heard stories. <laughs> I've heard stories. I did not. I'm just saying that in my experience, the rubber glove goes on. Okay. Boom! They're in. It's in. They're in and out of there in two seconds. Uh, maybe question. Three, maybe three can, seconds. Can you ask? Can you ask for a lubricant, or is that just always going to happen? <laughs> uh, well, there is. There is. <laughs> lubricant is a. Is uh. It's a. It's 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 part of the package. Okay, so okay. To, it's not so an add-on. If they didn't go to the lubricant, would I be uh? Okay, okay, would I be able to say whoa, whoa, whoa? Like, don't you? You're forgetting something, or would that yes. seem like I was being really immature? No, you'd be fine with that. I don't okay. think they'll forget. I don't think they'll forget the lubricant. Okay. Anyway, so this doc, he was in there for what felt like fifteen seconds. Well, so that's a last, long time. Probably well, last. Probably so probably seven, eight. Yeah, let's go through it right now. Just imagine the feeling. One, two, three, four. Still in there. And I was uncomfortable. Now, perhaps this veteran doctor is just really doing a thorough probe of things and wanted to check everything out. And in which case, I'm happy. But I just, I felt a little bit icky the rest of the day. And to your point of, to your point about the um, lubricant. Yes. When you, when you're, <laughs> Should we just start this podcast again? <laughs> no. I didn't see. I think this is this important way. stuff for people to learn. I'm very thorough about. I have an annual checkup, so I've probably had eight different anal probes. Okay, and the first seven have all been totally fine, in out, no problem. Power ranking, very, very important. Power ranking. <laughs> Number Power one, ranking. 2017. <laughs> very quick. <laughs> <laughs> doctor uh anyway uh yes very important that you males once you get the age of 40 please get this done 40 uh, do you no, go to been... for a physical every year well we've been in a pandemic we haven't been able to do that kind of stuff yeah you're right they, they may have changed it to 50 i think it's a good idea to get one at 40 let's say if you turn 40 get one at 40 get another one at 45 then annually at 50 how's that okay i gotta get All one right? yeah you gotta get one but the problem is I have a female doctor and like whenever we do kind of the private stuff, she, I can tell she gets a little uncomfortable. Well, cause you're so kinda, good looking. Do you think what? No, you're so I don't good know looking. if it's because of the, the uh, obvious sexual attraction, but I yeah. do think that she's uncomfortable. Cause it's like, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, she'll be like, uh, everything okay down there. And I'm not I'm like, yeah, everything's okay. Like she, she, she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to do that stuff. I don't, think. I don't, so, are you sure? Be because honest, the doctors are professionals. Come I'll on. be honest with you. I want my doctor to be uncomfortable shoving their fingers in my ass. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> I, I don't I'm, want it I'm to be a pleasurable experience for them. Like, I think I'm going yeah, to have to like for it. And then that's going to feel even more awkward. It's not though. You just just say it politely. These they're professionals. They do it all. They do it all the time. I've I've got one of my good buddies uh, is a doctor, and uh, we have you know over beers we have these discussions from time to time, where I say, you know what's uncomfortable for you as a doctor and and all that kind of things and uh, 
And then my idiot friends will ask something much more graphic. <laughs> but uh, he's like, come on, it's, it's what we do. They're trained for medical school. They'll be fine. I, I, think, I, I think it's more uncomfortable for you than it would be for her. And I think you should do it. So don't worry about if your doctor's female or if we have. Uh, but I, anyway, I so think the next time I go in for a, an appointment, I have to tell yeah. her, can you please do that? Okay. No, what you have to say is, and you got a tip this is my age. This is, this is my age. And <laughs> is it time for you to check out my prostate? And the answer would probably be yes. Just have a quick little check. <laughs> Imagine she's like, no, um, no, no, no. Not till 60, Bobby. <laughs> Not till 60. <laughs> I can tell. You're clean as a whistle. <laughs> um, please get checked. Uh, anyway, I had yeah. one uncomfortable experience. I think he was just being thorough. But to your point about the lube, Puffy, is he was well lubricated. And so then you're left with a bunch of lube in your bum bum. And so now oh. you're walking around, you're now you're walking around all squishy all day. Right? You're oh, like squishing on your water. It's like you got your rubber boots full of, you got your rubber boots full of water. Every yeah. time you walk, you're like squish, squish, squish. Oh, that's a tough squish, one. Squish. Yeah. Anyway. Now, one last question. Let's start the podcast now. <laughs> do, do they tell you right away that you're good? Or is it one of those yes. things like you have to wait till they tell you? No. They know they can feel right away if something like this, you have prostates enlarged or something along those lines. So, okay, that's uh, good. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was going to go somewhere else. I wasn't even, that wasn't even my main point of the visit, but <laughs> now I've got sidetracked. So I, uh, I, uh, I'll forget about it. Um, oh, yeah. What I wanted to tell you was uh, somebody, I'm trying to think of where this person was. Oh, it was one of the doctors down there. So you do a fitness test as well, right? You have to do push-ups and you have to do the side bend you have to hold and you have to do a, a one-legged squat, which by the way is harder than it sounds. And oh, I, I barely make, I'm still doing it, but I'm barely able to make it every year. The one, so you have to like basically sit down in the chair on one leg and then sit back up with that one leg and try it when you get inside, huh? Try it stuff, it's tough. Um, anyway, this guy happened to be a fan, big fan. And so we spent most of my session, uh, I think I got good scores because of it. He's like, how many push-ups <laughs> yeah. was that? I'm like, yeah, 80, I think. He goes, oh, yeah, sure, I'll put down 100. Anyway. <laughs> That's what you're paying for. <laughs> but he's like, he's like, love the pod, man. Like, like, I'm a huge fan of the pod. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. He goes, yeah, man, I just I listen to it all the time. It's, it's amazing. I'm like, wow, that's that's great. You know, I was feeling good. I was going to text you guys. And I was walking out the door. He's like, keep going with the pods, right? Beauties. Love that podcast. <laughs> hey. I, I like not it. even aware, not even aware of the rubber boots. But stuff, <laughs> you still get credit. Just puffy gets nothing out of it. Hey, maybe it was beauties after dark, he liked. Or the uh, that's <laughs> right. The beauties after dark. Um, so oh, here is the reason I told that story is because what comes around goes around. And I hope I'm not. Oh, my God. Uh, you shoved your fingers in the doctor. <laughs> I, I was going to say. <laughs> Willow is having oh, issues. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, to the point where because she's lost, you know, control of her legs there. Oops. Sorry. Uh, she. Um, is that her? Such a sweetheart. That's her. She's such a sweetheart. But uh, she has the poopies in the nighttime. Yes. Right. So mm -hmm. she sleeps next to the bed on the floor. And every night around 3 a.m. I wake up I'm having this great, wonderful dream. You know, one of my vivid dreams. And all of a sudden I'll be like, <laughs> they're the poopy. And I, I wake up because I'm a light sleeper. And 
and poor Willie's had a poopy and I got to clean it up and I'm not sleeping at all lately if I look exhausted because of this. So uh, one of our, our friends who has a couple of disabled dogs says, well, you can, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Extrapolate the, and that's not the word I'm looking for, but you can, all you, you need, if you can massage the, the bum area, okay, that might work. And if, but if, it, if, if the massaging doesn't work, then you can, oh. if you in, insert your finger before bedtime, it will lead her to, uh, to doing well, her business. Mm-hmm. which makes me concerned about that doctor being in, in, inside of me for 15 <laughs> seconds. Um, don't, don't isolate that clip. Please use it in a promo. <laughs> On this week's rubber boots podcast. <laughs> a very special one. <laughs> uh, we'll name so, it the doctor inside me. <laughs> I do not need that. The uh, uh, so uh, Brooksy did it the first night, and she didn't enjoy the experience, and so she got me the second night. So I put a really thin plastic bag on my finger, and I tried to do some massaging, and then just a little, <laughs> just a little, just a little, you know, just just the tip, just the tip. <laughs> oh my lord! Poor Willow. And and, uh, and it works. It was like boom. Boom. Really? No more, no more poopies in the night. Mm. Except now, poor Willow's a little bit. Look at she's, she's traumatized. She's concerned because we're she's not concerned we are because we're talking about her. Uh, it's a success story. It's not a horrible story. It's a success story mm-hmm. because now Willie has been able to get her business done at night. Jimmy's been able to sleep Good. the last couple of nights, and and everybody's happy. And hopefully, we can prolong Willow's life and uh, bring more love That's into great. the world. Sure. So That's great. Every story has a happy ending, include, uh, including a detailed, uh, far too oh, detailed anal All anal the fi- fingers stories. in the bum stories so far, happy endings. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's been thrilled. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you asked me for a squirrel update. Do you want that now or later on in the podcast? Well, I mean, people are sitting at the end of their yeah, seats, and I worried. also have some breaking squirrel news. So, Oh. Okay. So should this be, like, bad safe breaking news, like, right now to get right into yes. the whole thing? Yes. What, ready? For bet safe, safe. Breaking, breaking news. news. Breaking uh, news. Boy, we're totally nailing that. I think Lester was holding us yes. back on yes. this yeah. there. It was. It's evident now. So uh, Jared uh, oh, was boy. in Cuba. Uh, Jared was in Cuba last week and uh, got a little bit sick in Cuba. Oh. So he's returned returned home to have his mother nurse him back to health. Oh, nice. And back like. living in the loft. Okay. So uh, Jared uh, has been sleeping in the loft for the last three nights. He's like, Dad, the scratching is back. In the oh. So I'm like, the babies. The babies? The babies. However, however, and this is uh, another the more you know segment. I talked to Nick, who uh, was the person who set the, you know, the, the door to get the squirrel, got rid of the squirrel out of the loft. And uh, Nick had told me that it could also be mice, right? Oh, and okay. and and uh, thus the likelihood. So here's the deal, and here's uh, again. This has been such an informative Rubber Boots podcast. Um, we've been, we've let people know that they need to get their examinations uh, mm-hmm. for the prostates. Um, if you if you're hearing the scratchy scratch in your house, yep. If you bang 
tell this extraordinary. I'm, I'm hearing the move. scratchy scratch right now. You can't, <laughs> you can't move. Puppy. I had a In scratch. Your car, you cannot move. I had a scratchy bum. <laughs> so, if you hear the scratchy scratch and you bang on the ceiling, the ch- squirrels will scatter. So you'll hear more scratchy scratch. The mice will freeze. Mm-hmm. Right. So Jared starts banging on the ceiling, freeze for like five minutes. Uh-oh. So I believe, I believe the babies are not in here and we just have a mice problem. <laughs> mice so the, the mice, mice were living with the squirrels in the loft, coexisting in a zoo type situation. Now, now the squirrels what? have left yeah. and the mice are running. Ricked on <laughs> now, you are basically uh, Matt Damon and I have a zoo. Now, what if it's a squirrel pretending to be a mouse? Ooh, smart. He's outsmarting you. Yeah, that's that's a possibility as well. So, further to that, uh, this morning I was letting Hugo out in the backyard. I saw, for the first time, I saw my squirrel. He was regathering the giant pine cones. Um, So, yeah, so the squirrel, at least he has found his uh, pine cones. And now he seems to be escorting them to his wherever his new home is. He's probably in the neighbor's attic by this point. And he's slowly transporting one by one, transporting his pine cones. I believe there are no babies. So it's still a victory that the little babies, I'll take a mouse problem in order to not murder baby squirrels. There you go. Look at you. Did you You're have some uh, some, some additional Betsy breaking news with us? Uh, well, I did. Uh, first, shout out to our friend Neil who sent in a uh, picture that depicted what would happen if the squirrel returned to your uh, house. I like we it. tweeted that out there so well, people can see very it. Very well done. We used it on our social. Shout out to Neil. I also have some mm-hmm. breaking news of my own because yesterday I saw oh. a black squirrel in my backyard. Now, that might not sound like breaking news to the average person. However, I live, I live in a brand new subdivision that's only been okay. here for seven years, and we do not have squirrels. This is literally the first squirrel I've seen in seven years here. How's that possible? They're moving it. Well, it's because when they the build a new neighborhood, in our side of Bradford, on the south side of Bradford, for sure. <laughs> really? Because no squirrels want to go to the south side. <laughs> well, what happens is when they build a bunch of houses, they clear out all the land, so these animals have nowhere to live. Yeah. Yep. Well, slowly and slowly. First, you get rabbits, then you get raccoons, skunks, and now we got squirrels. So exciting oh, times. Wow. Come back. It was, that this, your entire story was depicted in an animated film called, I believe, Over the Hedge. Very good one. You want to show your children <laughs> that story? I think you stole that story from Over the Hedge. <laughs> or Over the Hedge stole that story from me. But, yes. It's more likely. Over the Hedge. If you have young children, uh, that was one of my one of my favorites during the not a Pixar film though, was it? Something. Like one of the Pixar's cousins, I believe. Yeah. There's a new one out, uh, a new film out, Turning Red, that is uh, oh, Red based in Toronto. I've read yeah. that, based in Toronto. Yeah, Skydome's in it. Right. Yeah, all the, all the uh, Toronto landmarks. Uh, yeah, they, they get, it's like a Hulk situation where, no, something gets so. angry. Like a little girl who gets angry, she turns into a red panda or something like that. I haven't done a deep dive on it yet, but I will be watching. That sounds pretty Yeah, nice. I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Okay. Uh, one other thing I wanted to do, I, I let you guys know about this, and uh, it would probably be better if we all did it in two weeks, but I've been staring at these things for a week, and I can't help it. Um, my uh, my beautiful daughter, Darian, uh, she was out, and she she saw something. I told her stories about <laughs> every time you move, it's like a, an orchestra. <laughs> Is it seriously that bad? 
I don't yeah, it's hear really it. weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I should say this is an appropriate time to say. Um, Stoff put in a clip in our last week's podcast uh, of an old podcast. And uh, that was the first time I realized how bad the audio is in our new podcast. <laughs> because it was back in studio and I was like, holy crap. And so I want to uh, apologize to all our listeners. You've really tolerated a less than ideal audio, particularly for me, frankly, because I have these uh, AirPods Pro and they, they suck for podcasts. So we are going to, the next time you hear us, this is my promise to you, I at least will have a good microphone and we are efforting an entire new system, yes. which will be, which will be the quality of like studio music recording quality. Um, really? Well, not probably not for you. <laughs> We're going to fire our audio guy. I will still be using tin cans. No, I, I'm going to get one first. Stuff always sounds pretty good. I'm going to get one first, see if it works. And then if mine works, then we'll get one for you. And we'll, have, and we'll all be on the same system and we'll sound like a studio again because we have had complaints from time to time. And I, I do understand uh, that it's frustrating sometimes. And I, I thank you all for bearing with us during these last COVID. COVID's been tough on us. And so we've been, yes. uh, we've been, yeah, it's been tough. I think it's probably time that the Rubber Boots podcast with its large following uh, came up with this. Anyway. So uh, my lovely daughter, Darian, goes out and she buys uh, me a snack because I told her stories about uh, the snack that I used to eat all the time as a child. And uh, I'll just and I just wrote you guys and I said, do you guys Are have a childhood? Try to guess what it is. Yeah, sure. You guys have a childhood snack, a snack, snack food. It doesn't have to be like a candy okay. or anything that you love, that you haven't eaten since childhood and that uh, you'd like to taste now to see if you have the same feelings. And. Of course, I don't think Puffy qualifies because he still eats all the stuff. I he still eat it all. Child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so why don't you try to guess mine first? Stoff came up with one. He's going to have one for our next pod. Uh, I believe Lester's got one coming. And uh, Puffy, have you found anything that you haven't eaten since child that you yearn for? What's, have you thought of anything? A candy bar? No, I, I, still, I still eat it all. I just did a bulk <laughs> barn run the other day. What about the something only... that you haven't had available, like a wagon wheel or something? You still have wagon wheels? You know, a no, half no, moon? I never did you have, liked, did you have I never the half moon in your wheels. lunch? Never liked I those. Ate a lot of, ate a lot of wagon wheels in my time. I just don't understand that there's anything that you loved as a kid. The one best part about becoming an adult well, was you could have it whenever you wanted then. But Jimmy's yeah, but a then healthy I got Brooksy eater. made me healthy. It's, yeah, Brooksy yeah, made Jimmy's me healthy. healthy eater. It's different for you, me. If you have one look at the box of uh, or the uh, wrapper – or whatever this may be, I can't give any clues away. Uh, this has a lot of sugar and you know fat and stuff and carbs and things that I, I don't I don't have. So uh, it just doesn't. I feel too guilty after I eat them, puppy. Anyway, what okay. are you any guesses? Any guesses? I'm gonna guess that it's the little yellow marshmallow ducks or whatever people Ooh, I like. Easter. I like those. Oh, I love those. Uh, yeah. I'm, no, I'm gonna go with uh, a a Twinkie. Ooh. Also a good guess. Classic. I enjoyed the That's Twinkies. I like the half moons better than the Twinkies. I was a big half moon guy in my day. Yeah. Half moons were chocolate covered or no? Uh, I like the that chocolate or the Louis. vanilla. Oh, okay. Joe Louis were also very good. Yes. Um, it's amazing that we're alive, by the way. Like I ate, I had either a wagon wheel, a half moon, or a Joe Louis in every lunch I had from yeah. kindergarten well, to like grade twelve. Speaking of Trade Center coming up, uh, yes. the trade deadline, like. 
the items we're naming were all like parts that you would trade for other sacks, right? Like when you were, I don't oh, know for you guys, 100%. but at school, yeah, Joe Luby was worth two of these and such, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I may have mentioned this on a previous pod. I doubt it, but maybe this would be a clue for you. I went to Acapulco with Mark Tadiello, um, mm. and I was so fearful of getting the Montezumas that mm-hmm. I, I brought this particular food item snack i lined my suitcase with them and that is all i ate the entire week pop tarts. for an entire week this is all pop tarts i knew it mm. so for a week straight this was the only thing i ate while i was drinking uh, large volumes of alcohol which is a miracle oh that i'm alive but it's because i'd gone to with can to cancun with mark ward on a previous trip and Mark Ward ate a greasy hot dog off the street on the first day and never left, his room, never left his room for the entire week. He was so sick. That terrified me so much that I, I lined my suitcase with Pop-Tarts. So uh, Darian bought uh, the... So Darian, you I guess haven't Pop-Tarts had Pop-Tarts with, since? I have not had a Pop-Tart since probably that trip to Acapulco when I was like 20, uh, 21, maybe. Wow. So... Yeah. See, I don't. This I wouldn't put with like kid stuff that people wouldn't have later in life. I think people do tend to have pop tarts. Oh, I'm not saying people wouldn't have pop tarts. I'm just saying mm. I have. Mm. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I, you can call me a freak. But you're not. You you're not gonna. You're not gonna pop those bad boys in a toaster. You're gonna eat them just. And like you know that? what? I'm gonna say this. My wifey found. Uh, Brooksy found a. Uh, you know, a nature or an organic version of pop tart. Oh. She would buy buy the kids when they were younger, which was probably three times the price. I believe I probably had a few of those. But they would they would be like cardboard garbage compared to a real. Yeah, they were they were terrible. Now my favorite pop tart was the cinnamon uh, cinnamon cinnamon pop tart. That was my favorite Mm. pop tart. Mm. Um, But the I guess pop tarts has come out with a new line of uh, new flavors. Lemon cream pie. Yes. So this is lemon cream pie, which is another one of my favorite things. So I'm going to predict that you absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. What's going to happen? It destroys your life. Yeah. Well, fats. Okay, ten grams of fats not terrible. Uh, four grams of protein. Total sugars twenty eight grams. That's per per quarter quarter ounce of the pop tart. Is that per one pop tart or two? That's yeah, what no, I'm the, to the serving out. is when you break off a little corner. That's the recommended <laughs> serving. Anyway, so lemon cream pie. I'm sure there's no actual lemon, actual cream, or actual pie. In this wow. pop tart, I also was not one to uh, toast my pop tarts. Oh, uh, on occasion, I like them. I like them cold. So this is the way I'm going to sample them. That's the way it looks for anybody yeah. watching on YouTube. Doesn't look, look that, super appetizing. As I remember. No, not as I so remember. You should toast that thing. It's thinner. I remember it being thicker. Thicker. You've gotten like bigger. You've gotten yeah, bigger. You, you've gotten bigger, Jimmy. It's pretty good. Is it the lemon? Yeah, the lemon's just kicking in now. It's really good. Yeah, that's really good. I don't know. I'm gonna eat this whole box today. <laughs> good job, Darian. Quality podcasting. <laughs> Imagine, like two months from now, I'm like 280 pounds. <laughs> Welcome to the Rubber Boots Podcast, brought to you by Betsafe.net and Pop Tarts, Kellogg's. The greatest thing Pop-Tarts? ever. Yeah, it was no, Kellogg's Pop Tarts. Yeah, still, still Kellogg's. So they have, oh, they have a frozen Pop Tart, like from the movie Frozen. 
Oh. What flavor is that? Is the Kristoff character on there? Oh, no. This is they're telling you how to eat them. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Did you guys know that Pop-Tarts had a mascot? Yeah. Real mascot? He's, he looks like the Pop-Tart with big eyes, right? And feet? And mm, kind of. He's actually technically a toaster. But he does have oh. eyes, and he's kind of shaped like a pop tart. His oh, name okay. is Milton the Toaster. I did not know that. Simply Milton. So yeah, did not know Milton. Something. Is is Jimmy gone? Yeah, he's been gone for about when, a minute. When the hell did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> he disconnected when I started reading about Milton. No, before that, and then you were going on about Milton. I'm like, okay, did not know that. I didn't even notice he was gone. <laughs> Uh, you know what I did notice? That Pop-Tart's gone. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was really good. Is that number two? <laughs> I, I, I thought that I was going to be... Dis- I thought I was going to be disturbed. Like, yeah, I thought right. I was going to be, oh, this is terrible. And it's just as good as it was when I was a child. Like, it's... You know, there's there's just enough. There's not as much crust. You know, I used to not like the crust, but... It Here, here's the thing about unhealthy... Melts in your mouth. Unhealthy food, Jimmy. It's mm-hmm. not good for you. You might feel like afterwards... But it's delicious. Yeah, it really is. Uh, there's not a frozen. I realize now they were just telling you how you could have the pop tart. You could have them toasted, frozen, stacked, which I'll probably be doing later, or straight, <laughs> straight, straight, straight from the foil. You mean you, you eat it with the foil still on? No, straight from the foil, not straight in the foil. Like it's, that's what <laughs> I think. I, I just sure. did straight from the foil. Uh, okay. And I'm going to do the second one the same way. You're <laughs> crushing oh, another. This Sorry. is a problem. Frozen? This is how cocaine starts. You're yeah. on a dangerous path. Well, I don't know how you would eat them frozen, but it's just your teeth. Wouldn't now. you break your teeth? No, I guess maybe it means you can freeze them and then yeah. unfreeze them. I don't know. And may- maybe like a popsicle? Dude, you paid 11 bucks for that thing? <laughs> no, Grace uh, Dairy did. She bought it for me. Where did <laughs> does she shop? A designer Pop Tarts? But they're store? extra large. I believe, from my memories, Pop Tarts would only have three packs of two in them. I- yeah, or maybe even right. two packs, or maybe two packs of two, no, three, no. I think. I think three packs of two, maybe four. Of uh, this has four packs of two, so it's oh. a bonus. bonus oh, okay. Yeah. Worth the so extra $6. Will, those, will they survive the night? Will they survive the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> this is a big problem because I have been able to avoid bad foods just because I don't, you know, they're not around the house. Yeah. But that's good. You know, once I get it, I'm like Barney with the beer on Simpsons when you get a taste of something. I, just, I could go down a really bad road here. I don't, I don't understand. There was no alcohol in that champagne. Please join us in a toast to, to the, the mission. It begins. Give me that. Stop it, Barney. No. No. Come, Barney. No. Give me the I don't understand it. That was non-alcoholic champagne. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, we better get on with the the rest of the stuff on the podcast because we got a puffy and I got work to do today. Some usable material. Okay. What do you want to start with? Things I saw on Twitter? Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. See, 
uh, terrible situation going on in Ukraine with Russia invading. Uh, but this is one thing I came across that uh, Elon Musk has taken upon himself to challenge uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin. And he's challenging him to single combat, which I take as being one on one with the stakes being Ukraine. So basically, he wants to get into a room or a ring with Putin, as I'm sure a lot of people in the world would like to, and settle it with, it with his hands and the fate of Ukraine being decided on that. Now, a very mm -hmm. noble suggestion, you know, yeah. I, I understand wanting to do this. However, if you're in Ukraine or any other country, do you, would you want the fate of your country riding on Elon Musk's ability to throw well, hands? The best part is that, like, of all the countries in the world, the Ukraine have like the Klitschko brothers. Like they have the people who actually you would want to yeah. fight hand-to-hand -hand combat with your country on the line. Very I don't think I'd be like, like Klitschko is going to be like, seriously, we're going with this guy. Like we, yeah. we aren't able to do this. E Elon Musk is a genius, obviously. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, more power to him and the stuff that he's creating. But I have lost, I, you know, I, I, that guy's lost me. He's like a, he's like basically an internet troll. Some of the stuff that he posts mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's not helpful when he has the following that he does. I think some of the, I, I just stuff like this. I mean, why don't you do something with your money to actually, and maybe he has done, I, I shouldn't say that. Maybe he's, yeah, maybe I, think he's he's I know he's brought like the satellite. satellite network. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That stuff. I appreciate For the sure. other stuff. I mean, Putin's not going to fight you. Putin would probably take him sadly. Like say Putin says, let's do it. And then he whoops them. Like, does the Ukraine just have to fall? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it's going to come to that, Puppy. I don't think you have to worry about it. This is so one we'll Puppy's hypothetical that'll never have to happen. Say Musk, say Musk wins. Does he now own the Ukraine say he's even worse for them? <laughs> That's it might be. <laughs> yeah, it might be. What else you got, buddy? All right. So I got a question that's been uh, dominating the internet for the past week or so. It's In the so entire world... Whoa, whoa, is that number three? Number seven. That's number seven by my count. No, number two, number two. In the entire world, are there more doors or wheels? Well, that's just a math I, problem. It's easy. I, I saw this somewhere. Was it a Twitter? Was it a Twitter thing this week? Or something? I saw it first on Reddit, then I saw it on Twitter. It's been popping up different places. Hasn't made it to TikTok yet. No, TikTok's too. Uh, they're still copying things they did last year. Or still dancing. I think I saw the spit and chicklets guys like Biz talking about this somehow. Um, is sure it's gone around. Well, it's just, someone asked this relevant question: Would the wheels of like toy cars count, like Hot Wheels? Of course, they're wheels. Oh, then so I'm going to go for with wheels, wheels. It's but yeah, there's also toy doors on toy cars. Not as many. Oh, probably not. Probably not. On toy cars, oh, the door of buildings. Yeah. When you open a sh when you open a uh, shelf or whatever, you're opening a door. If you're sliding a drawer out, it likely has wheels in it to make. But it and and most cars have four doors. Squirrels. Oh, okay, oh, but think about one way, all the one way doors to get a squirrel yeah. out of a out of a loft. There's a lot of those. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> in Aurora, uh, tons of those. Uh, to your point, every car has four doors, four wheels. But what about trucks that have a lot more wheels than doors? There's a lot of and there's a lot of trucks. There's shopping carts, buggies, wheelchairs, hospital beds are on wheels, skateboards. Yeah, I'm going yeah. wheels. I'm going wheels. Then what about homes, apartment buildings, hospitals, hospital yeah. rooms? Every every apartment building has multiple doors. Cabinets. Okay, I'm going, doors. I'm going doors. I'm going the, doors. The I'm band, doors. the doors. 
<laughs> yep. There is no bag no, I'm going, of the I'm wheels. Still, I'm still going wheels. You, you've went back and forth. You've said both. Scott was making compelling arguments. I do what I can. Uh, regardless, someone put this to a vote. Uh, the vote wheels won 54% to 46. So people well, think it's wheels. Done. Has anyone counted? Point. No. People are never on some. Puffy, why don't you count this? We can get back to us. And you got two. No, how about uh, maybe, maybe Sean Morris? Sean, Sean Morrison can do it. Yes, Sean Morrison can count <laughs> it. It's just a podcast. <laughs> well, he'll get to this episode in like two years and then we'll have our answer. He'll be like, damn it. I wasted two years. I could have been counting doors and cars. <laughs> Imagine there's only like three more doors than wheels. That'd be a crazy. Just now, now uh, do like, like, you know, the tanks have the treads. Do they count? Well, the wheels, wheels or those... move the treads are wheels. Are those wheels? They, they, are they wheels? I think so. Is a steering wheel a wheel? Oh, Just answered your own question. Oh, wow. It is a wheel. Oh. Wow. I'm going to go wheels cool. then. What wheels about the wheeling is. that happens in the bars? The wheeling. Oh, is that's that a true. Mm. How about wheeling Pennsylvania? <laughs> Starting to if we counted all the wheeling in my career that happened in bars, I would add uh, one Two. wheel to the total. One Two. wheel to the total. <laughs> Brooksy, yeah. that's about the James, only I know for a fact it's two. I was going to ask about. <laughs> I was going to ask about the door slammed in your face, but oh, that would be a lot. <laughs> Definitely a lot of those early. Uh... Wait a second. Does the doctor on the weekend count? Oh. <laughs> Wheeling him. <laughs> he did get to third base. I sure did. Uh, what else do you got, Scott? Uh, we got a rubber boots. Re- rubber boots yeah. reacts. Reacts. Are we supposed to say that? Because I get is breaking news where we go like this, or is it rubber boots reacts? We try whenever we can. React. Really. Oh, okay. Uh, so there is a street in England, uh, in the Greater Manchester area that is haunted. Basically, you have to sign a waiver to move onto the street. Uh, there's been a history of it being haunted by poltergeists through the 1990s. Uh, the spirits and that attached itself to a row of council houses and tormented families for years. Uh, people just reporting bizarre activity, like their toddler. In 1993, a family had their toddler talking to a little man in his room, and an oil substance ran down the walls. The oil substance thing would happen in different homes too, to different families. Uh, the family eventually contacted a local church about an, an exorcism was carried out uh, following the ritual. The street fell quiet. But then just five years later in 1999, more supernatural activity. Uh, fast forwarding today, Karen Walton, who now lives in Laura's childhood home, who was one of the people uh, who was haunted, says she has no problem with the property's history and enjoys the quirky past. He, she purchased the home in 2006 and says she had to sign a disclaimer before moving into the address. Hold so on. My question to you is, would you... Hold on. In a- we have an <laughs> interruption here. Glad I hey, got how are you? All that. What you doing, man? Nice to see you. What's your name? What's it? What's your name? Alex. Hi. I'm honored to meet you. Oh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Two of them. Two of those cases. No. Do you have? He's got the pop tarts delivered already. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get the cinnamon? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh, you think this is the water from Barry? Sounds like a Barry accent, that guy. Yeah, sounds like a Barry accent. <laughs> now I'm never going to get Hugo back inside. 
Oh my god. Okay. Make sure you tap them, James. Great to meet you. <laughs> and here's something for the effort. Water guy loves me. Do I have to tip him now? Yes, you have to tip him. You tip him. A little something for the effort. <laughs> Wait a second. You could have told him you're on, um, on your podcast you with two of his favorite co-hosts. A should little give, something should, for the effort. Should I, should I give him a... Uh, can I give him a packet of Pop-Tarts? <laughs> no. There's no way you're willing to part with those. Zero uh, chance. All right. Sorry, guys. I apologize for the interruptions. Uh, it was a water delivery, and it was a new water guy. This is uh, oh. Usually, I have the same water guy all the time. This is a, a new water guy. Nice. He was, uh, he was excited. All right. Let's continue. <laughs> I pose this question to you. Would you live on a haunted street? <laughs> <laughs> literally um, stop went through the whole thing and then and, and then it was like would you li-? and then you like walked away <laughs> i read a book on here he rang the doorbell i did i did hear all the other stuff i still um here's the thing i don't really believe in this stuff but i suppose i believe in it enough that i probably would not want to live on that street right like i believe there are logical or scientific explanations for almost everything in our world. There's the odd thing like this. It still creeps me out a little bit. That is a little bit like if you really read the actual Amityville stuff, you know, before the movie turned it into something, it is pretty freaky. Some of the stuff that happened in that house and in some of these houses, but I do believe most of the stuff is explainable. Um, if I could get a deal, like is the property value, you know, half the, uh, the rate uh maybe i'd i'd I'd, would you? I'd go there i wouldn't hesitate mm. i think i would yeah if you could get it would you guys not for how i'd want no. if i would want a free house yeah. and i would want like 50 million dollars cash <laughs> and then i would dance with the ghosts eddie murphy used to do i think i said probably in delirious uh Remember Eddie Murphy used to be the bit about how, how dumb white people were when it came to haunted houses? Yeah. <laughs> they'd, they'd stay, no matter all the bad things that would happen, they'd still try and stay in the house. <laughs> and Eddie'd be like, uh, black people, they go to the house and they'd be like, eh, the beautiful house has got you know three floors and uh, it's beautiful, beautiful. And Get out. Sorry, we can't stay. I think I would do it. I think I, I would do it. Uh, as long as the stories weren't too, you know, too terrifying, um, you know, about like somebody, this one about the little man that uh, the toddler would talk to, that's a, a little oily substance running down the walls. I've actually, you know, that could be from, that could be from a squirrel or, or mice. <laughs> that's true. Like it probably is but, just that kind of stuff that people are just that dumb. Like the yeah. scratching in their walls and stuff. It's probably just animals living in there. Do you guys actually believe in the, what is the word I'm looking for? The paranormal, paranormal, paranormal activity. Yes. Do you believe in that? No. If you had, like a gun to your gun to your head, do you believe in it? If, if someone's going to tell you it's true or not, what are you going to say? I would, I would not want to answer the question. So I would want to be wrong for no benefit. <laughs> but if, if, if someone said like, dollars. if someone said $50 million, then I would yes. say there is no paranormal activity. I think I would say and the same. But it still creeps. You would still get scared, Poppy, if you heard noises in your house sort of thing, right? 
No. Well, I always think it's just the bad guy coming in to kill me. <laughs> I don't know why, but I think. What about stuff you didn't answer? Do you do you have a do you believe in? You seem to be a very I practical, would... pragmatic thinker. Yeah, so gun to my head, I I would say I I don't believe. Uh, I also I won't discount it completely, uh, but I just don't. I I think likely there's just uh, explanations for everything. So. Right, right. Doesn't make sense. We won't know until we pass on to the other world, and we can be ghosts. And if I go first, I'm going to come back and haunt Puffy. Oh man, and that'd be so awesome. It would be so amazing to be able to haunt one of you guys. Yeah. You'll know, you'll know it's Jimmy because there'll, be, uh, there'll be Pop-Tart crumbs everywhere. Be, sh- be sure, James, to uh, knock first. <laughs> <laughs> you might be the one getting the surprise. <laughs> uh, yes. You know what I'm going to do in the middle of the night, Poppy? Yes. Prostating. No! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have experience now. <laughs> I'll be I'm like, that was 15 what, seconds. I'm going to give you what we call in the business, the full willow. <laughs> the full willow. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay, stop. This is very wrong. Let's move on to what you watching. Watching. What you watching. Just between you and me, what you streaming on your TV. What you watching? Action, drama, comedy. What you streaming on your TV? And in this particular edition of What You Watching, we will be recapping the results from our movie night draft, where we drafted our favorite oh, sports movies. Yeah, I wonder why we're recapping these. Yeah, same re- same reason we recapped the uh, Super Bowl party because a ton of people participated <laughs> and gave us some terrific feedback Jimmy. oh that's oh, why now i understand I what you're allu- alluding stop, to stop one as you bitterly yeah. did not win the popularity contest as i got 38 percent of the votes jimmy got 30 percent of the votes so a bit of a challenge there puffy 12 the category of other which we didn't even <laughs> offer up also got 12 percent and lester got a lonely eight percent but i will point out I will point out, I counted Lester's vote for other as well, as he wrote it under our post. We are all losers. Frankly, I'm embarrassed for myself. I like my list. Well, you should. We're picking movies that we like. We should all like our list. My, my, you go, I, I would, I would say so, Lester's self-hatred is more upstanding here than us liking our lists. You know what? It was so popular, we should do another category like... Uh, like animal movies or something, uh, movies featuring animals, so I can bring back Gus the field goal kicking mule. Like, why don't we do that in a few weeks? We'll do another I'll, category. I'll get Ace Ventura again. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's the, the same, same movie. There was a dog and warrior. <laughs> oh no, this is endless. We could do we could do Will Ferrell movies. Okay. We could do uh, rom coms. Okay. We could do thrillers. We could do Tom Cruise films. We could do there's a, a limitless. We could do horror movies. We can do this every week. This could be our new Tuesday pod. Yes, that's movie, true. Movie movie draft every Tuesday. It does, it does seem to uh, create a lot of uh, a lot of buzz. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't my, even uh, have to be a movie draft. It could be like childhood snacks, like pop tarts. So. Yeah, that's true. Here's my like quick that. analysis. Okay, quick analysis of the same. Mm. First of all, mine was clearly the best. 
Everybody knows that. Well, clearly uh, it wasn't because 38% people disagree. The audience of the Rubber Boots podcast is skews a little younger. All right? Like, skews a little younger. I picked the classics, you know, from mm-hmm. a slightly different time. From And so most of our audience is kind of like 20 to 40, right? Mm-hmm. And so they skew more with stock selections, well, I believe. To, hence to what you're saying, victory. Jimmy, uh, Brader wrote it and he said, I see Jimmy is still living in his glory years of the 1980s. So, yes, correct. Pretty, yeah. pretty correct. accurate there. We did have people submit their own uh, four that we left out, for example. So, Snack Bites Pete wrote in The Fighter, Friday Night Lights, Happy Gilmore, uh-huh. and Rudy. Happy Gilmore, nice. Big Omission. The Neil last three were all own. movies that I would have put on my list. Neil made his own, calling them the Bench Warmers. Uh, and that included Bloodsport, Bad News Bears, The Replacements, and Goon. Unfortunately, not oh. Goon 2, Jimmy, so <laughs> I don't know about that one. Uh, Tony, which is sounds like Tony, but it's actually Tony, as in the parts of your body. Oh, right? nice. Other, The Big Green, which I don't even know what The Big Green is. Oh. Uh, I, I do. It's a, it's a sports movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Tony's on the ball. Uh, the hey, little... I, remember, I think it's a football movie, The Big Green. Like that's uh, it refers to like their, you know, their their nickname of the school or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, keep keep uh, going. The Little Giants, uh, yeah. Rad, and Ace Ventura, which I picked. So I guess technically not other, but uh, Vinyl DJ Amy Bob writes in North Dallas Forty, a nineteen oh, seventy nine hard looking, hard hitting look at the NFL of the seventies. Uh, Grand Prix, which is an F1 film from 1966. Haven't Ooh. seen it. Big Green is actually a soccer film. A teacher on exchange from England is placed in an underachieving Texan school where she coaches the children in soccer, improving their self-esteem. And it actually, I have seen that film. I'm, I, I think I actually seen that movie. It's like, uh-huh. a and you know movie, who's right? in that film? Who you know? Steve Gutenberg. How can it be wrong oh. if it's Steve Gutenberg? Can, we made Steve Gutenberg. Victory, 1981 movie with Sly Stallone and yeah. L.A. playing football against Nazis in a that field. seems yeah. very realistic. That's like yes. <laughs> jarring, but all right. Uh, Mike B. 17 writes in, here are my four that are on my TV a lot, Sandlot, A League of the Road. That's a great one, yeah. Kingpin, and this is one I wish Kingpin I would have drafted. Also. I couldn't believe we none of us did. Cool Runnings. Oh, good movie, yeah. Oh, the late John Candy. Good movie, but not a look. Good movie, but come on. Okay, hold on. Okay, you, you you said that about Mighty Ducks, yet you're the one who drafted Karate Kid with your second pick. Karate yeah. Kid is way, but way cheesier and worse than any Ka- of those movies. Ka- are you You cannot no, put Karate, I would say Karate Kid in the Sandlot. I no, put them the in Sandlot, excuse me. The Cool Runnings, Karate Kid as a Cool Runnings experience. is way better than the Karate Kid. You're insane. No, I, I, put, I, think I put Karate, karate Kid right with Mighty Ducks. No chance. Karate Kid, Mighty Ducks. Karate Dutch. Kid is a classic. Little karate Giants, Kid, all these. It's they're cheesy movies. I know, but it's a classic because you loved it as a kid. It's still, it's not no, a good movie. The, the final All-Valley Tournament is some of the greatest sports film Yeah, just ever. sweep the leg. Just sweep the leg. There's no movie. 
You just sweep the leg. Get him a body oh, bag. The, rela- sweep the, leg. the relationship sweep the between Danielson and Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi is, is the most un- unrealistic character in any movie ever made. In that fight, wow. the guy's a geriatric. Wow. He can't move. This is blasphemy. Look at he when he was We're running um, the sweep diner the in Happy Days. He, he took. <laughs> Time on the side to become a black belt and later became Mr. Miyagi. Don't ever, ever disparage Karate Kid on this podcast again, or you it will sucks. be out and then the podcast will be over. <laughs> Miyagi do for life. That's wipe right. on, wipe off. Anyway, the point is, I mean, you have got a lot of ton of comments here. And I know a lot of people said Miracle. I don't think we have time to read them all. Uh there's a lot of great movies out there. I love Miracle too, but maybe Miracle. I never saw know, Miracle too. The real thing it, is great, and I just doesn't hit me the same way that you know some of the others do. I think Jimmy meant Miracle too, not like in the sequel to Miracle. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm like I never saw Miracle too. Is that when they beat Canada in 1996? No, <laughs> no Miracle as well. Oh, there you go. Um. All right. Anyway, yeah. So a lot of people ripped my picks, and they said Miracle and Varsity Blues, and a bunch Varsity of Blues is awesome. I should have picked that one. Aaron Karolnik said Puppies List easily. Yeah, well, you guys are that's right. AK, m- AK metaphorically knows. in bed together on everything. Yeah, AK uh, knows. He's smart. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to our next segment, which is listener mail. Podcast. Listen to the mail. Listen to the mail. Thank you for listening. We got Brad. Wait a second. That, that wasn't that wasn't listener mail. We just did. <laughs> no, that was what you watching. You're what not you paying watching attention horribly. to the themes that are playing. This is, a, this is a horribly produced podcast. This one in particular. Yes. It's not your fine. Anal fingering took up 45 minutes, so we're rushing through all this. I understand that. That was that was. That was beneficial to our audience. And exactly. Very I'm not going to say lives were saved today. Okay. We're, we're going to put up a poll. Would you rather hear your own comments read on the podcast <laughs> or Jimmy's adventures with the doctor who may or may not be a doctor? Let's see what the people say. All right. The people are saying this regarding our greatest sports clip of all, of all time. Suggestions keep on coming in. Brad Mahar writes in, how am I supposed to chip with that going on, Doug? And that's from Shooter McGavin. So it's not a real sports clip, but he's obviously referring to bikers having sex off the green uh, in one of the tournaments. This man is destroying golf. I saw two big fat naked bikers in the woods off 17 having sex. How am I supposed to chip with that going on, Doug? You've got to kick him off the tour. Shooter's not happy. And then Jeff Jeff Laughlin writes in, Ilya Brzezgalov has his own wing in the Soundbite Hall of Fame. Very true. True. So, you know. The universe was one of them. Uh, being afraid Which, of bears, another uh, one. yeah. Being yeah, he was some classic. But are they stuff. that? Are the sound bites that good when we can't recall them right off? Yeah, the they were. They weren't that great. See? No, the bear was a great interview. The bear one yeah. is good, but if it's well, that, hold good, on. I just recall two of them. I just called bear. Yeah, yeah no, you said something about the bears. Bears, something bears about the universe. Yeah. Say, say it. Say it. Say it. I'm not afraid of anyone. I'm afraid of bears, and bear lives in the forest. I don't think that's verbatim. You know, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm only afraid of bear, but bear in the forest. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, did you book Storm Street yet? Yeah, because uh, yeah. <laughs> Electronic Jordan has pointed out that Eric Stone Street can be booked as Eric Stone Street yes. was on a uh, podcast. I actually do legitimately think we could get him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think his career is spiraling. Yeah, he has where... that point. <laughs> he might come on here and talk about uh, his doctor. He'll, he'll be stunned to know what a big deal he is to come on this podcast. Do you know how rich he probably is? Uh, well, on this, in this clip from the podcast, he is bragging about owning the latest iPhone. Getting that syndication money's got to be pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I'm comfortable. <laughs> this is a new iPhone. <laughs> I don't wait for when well, my so, term's up. So no. <laughs> I just go in and then and they're a really good game at the Apple store. They're usually like, so you're just going to buy the phone. Yeah. I was going to say, you don't have to roll it into your bill. Yeah. You can just buy When we had uh, beers together at that Stanley cup final in New York, I'm we had a long discussion discussion. Yes. Yeah, sorry. It was a long discussion about, uh, he was only there by the way, because of some girl that was working in the industry. who was very interested in it. <laughs> <laughs> it had not, he was only talking with me. Like it was one of those talk with me, look over the shoulder the whole time. until she was ready to get out of there. But, uh, um, he, we were talking about syndication and he was talking about modern family being three seasons away and having to get there or whatever. And he said, once you got to syndication, uh, it was in like insane money. Like you get to the, like, I don't know how big is that cast? There's what? Nine probably members eight of that or cast? Nine of them. Close, probably eight yeah. or nine. Well, you got, yeah, the, you got the, the, the main family, the, the, the two kids. Then you got grandpa, four, grandpa, five, his six, wife, seven, but they killed grandpa her off. son. Oh, they did. eh? No. Bye bye gramps. No, they yeah, didn't. The, it's a whole thing when he dies. Phil's, Phil's I don't that, know. Yeah. Not Ed O'Neill doesn't die. Ed oh, O'Neill's that. Oh, so, sorry, I thought you meant Phil's dad. Yeah. Or what's his oh, no. no, I'm talking about the regular cast. There's like, like ten yeah, of them, the regular like class. Yeah, there's at least ten, there's at least ten of them. I'm the gonna say don't get paid the same. I'm gonna say syndication that each one of them gets close to a hundred million dollars. No. I'm not kidding. No chance. I won't say no, although I will say the fact that there's more than them, uh, Mom might go down. And also to Puppy's point, they likely don't get the same amount. I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll, I will say that over the time, like if, if Modern Family runs in syndication for 10 or 15 years or something like that. Now, Larry David, he told me Larry David made 800 million or something from uh, Seinfeld as the creator. Now, he was the creator. Yeah. So uh, maybe not a hundred million, but maybe forty or fifty million. Completely reasonable, I would say, for for all these cast members from from syndication money. Anyway, when do we go into Eric Stone Street? We're going to get them. Why, we're going to. So get then, them. why wouldn't movie stars do TV shows? Well, it's happened more now, right? Like, but I mean, like, if you're Di- if you're DiCaprio, why wouldn't you do like a seven year? Well, because you who's show? to say that it's who's going to say that it's going to? First of all, a lot of a lot more work on a TV show than a film. You can do a film in two months and then take the rest of the year off. If you're doing Modern Family and putting out whatever episodes they did a year, mm-hmm. let's say they did 25 episodes a year, that's a lot of work. I guess and that's uh, true. and there's no, how many make it to syndication? Not that's that many true. shows, sitcoms truly make it to syndication, right? Let's think yeah. about it. Friends, in our lifetime, our lifetime, our adult lifetime, Friends, Seinfeld, Modern Family, I, I guess. Uh, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang. Big Bang Theory. 
It's not um, now. Would Big Bang Big Bang Theory just went off the air? So would it be in syndication now? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. How I Met Your Mother or something. But uh, yeah, so, so, some shows go into syndication before they're off the air as well. Yeah, while well, they're still on the air. I, I think there's two levels. He told me there's two levels of syndication. There's like the five year level and like the nine year level, something like that, when the real crazy money yeah. kicks in. At the yeah, I mean, level. these anyway. guys are already making crazy money as it is. I I looked up yeah. recently. L Cool J makes five hundred thousand per episode of NCIS. No, that's what Google. Yes. Wow, that's amazing, Jimmy. That's, you should have uh, been an actor yeah. back doing that. Hey, uh, Jimmy, have you seen the money being thrown around down south of the border to these play by play guys? Yeah, it's crazy. Joe crazy. Bucks get eighteen schmell a year. I was uh, I was a little sad for um, <laughs> Steve. Steve Levy's a friend of mine, and uh, yeah. His his dream job was to do Monday Night Football. He got to do it for a season, maybe two. I think uh, maybe, maybe just two, one. maybe maybe two. I think it might have been just one, but it might have been yeah. two. But uh, now they moved Joe Buck and whatever over there, and uh, yeah. yeah. I so someone when I, I it's it's crazy to me that Troy Aikman would make twenty million a year, Joe Buck would make twenty million a year, until someone put it quite well uh, the other day on Twitter, saying that if you're spending whatever billions of dollars for the a uh, for the rights to something then you should it's not a big deal to spend 20 40 million dollars to put the best crew on it uh, mm-hmm. which I guess which which does does make some sense but yeah it's uh, that it makes, it makes a lot there. of sense but I mean that it's you want market- spend big money on top talent that's what I know that's yes, right Jimmy, that's right that does make a lot of sense and that doesn't matter what country you're in does, no it doesn't matter. And especially in Canada. Yes. Mm-hmm. Get uh, get the send me the link to this pod when it's done. I'm going to send it to Stu. <laughs> yeah, he's going to love. Yeah, I'm sure he'll breeze through that. Ass hey, just part. send the clip. Isolate the clip. Just isolate. Isolate the clip. The last part. Uh, are we done? I got to get no. to work. Yeah. Well, we do have a little something called. Oh yeah. The gold bar league. I love gold, and so do you. Do 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 do. Join the gold bar league, and you can have some too. Do 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 do. It's the gold, the gold bar league. Come on and join the gold, the gold bar league. GBL recap time will start in the talent division uh, where AK now leads oh. with 10 gold bars. Sorry, Puffy, not, you're not there quite yet. There, 10 gold bars is. for AK. Lester with eight. And now Lester was very cocky in our group chat this week uh, as he really went was. five for six this week. Was he Carlo AK, cocky? <laughs> almost Carlo cocky. Uh, I have seven gold bars, so I'm right behind Lester. Duffy's got Five gold bars, so starting to start pretty, lag pretty a strong. Bit. Four and two, four and two week. Yes, lagging. Uh, we move on to the first up division, which is a tier below the talent division, uh, where yes. Puffy leads the way with eleven gold bars. Now Puffy and AK have gone perfect this week. Perfect. Stop, stop moving. Yeah. Puffy. While you're moving, oh, you <laughs> people can't hear me giving you your flowers while you're moving. Whenever you move, it's like crickety, crickety, crack, crack. Oh, I'm sorry. These loud clothes. Uh, Puffy leads the way with 11. Carlo uh, behind him with eight. Weeks 
with Bob Weeks with five goal bars and cause Matthew cause has joined the first up division. Oh, I love it. First week here, four goal bars. So that's where we're at with it. Uh, what so happened have- to bump? How's bump not in there? Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't, uh, yeah, Bump. do his picks. <laughs> sure Bump's been playing along, but Bump was down at the uh, TPC, and uh, you know I think the, all the rain delays probably got to him, and he just so uh, Bob Weeks and Bump actually joined our premiere last Thursday. Oh, uh, from live from there, and uh, wow, that way Bob picked himself up an extra gold bar. So Thursday nights, if you're in the GBL, show up to the premiere, get your gold bars. Uh, moving on to the prophylactic conference, what everyone wants to hear about. We now have a two-way tie for first. Max Gattafoni and Marcus both have 10 gold bars. Nice. And a four-way tie. So, for hold four. on, am I leading the whole thing? Puppy is leading the gold but the You have the most league. gold bars, but unfortunately that is not how it works. So, you should you should have tried harder last season. The prophylactic conference uh, tied for third. We have Fergai Ho. Yes! Our friend Ho has nine gold bars, as does Gold McDonald, aka El Kiff. Uh, Puffy Otter also has nine. Thug Muffin has nine. And then we have a 12 way tie at eight gold bars. And then a whole lot of people after that. Uh, just a couple shoutouts here to our perfect sixes, people who went six for six. Puffy, aka going six for six. As well as Matthews for Heart, Puffy's Burner, which could just be another Puffy, and Rubber Boot Man. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? All of them go nice. wow. Awesome. What if it's the real guy? And just a couple no- new notable names to leave you off with. Uh, there's Brooksy's Other Man, which is a little concerning. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that is what someone that. is playing in the GBL as. There's also right. the Untucked Penguin, which I believe is our uh, faithful listener from Pittsburgh. <laughs> There is Lester the Molester. Oh, love it. <laughs> I don't think it's Lester's actual entry, but nevertheless. There is Stinky Pete, not to be confused by uh, Snack Bikes Pete. Uh, Stinky <laughs> Pete is his own man. There's the Pearlfish Loving Aspic. Oh, nice. Uh, Timu's Salami. Oh, very a little, good. A little on the vulgar right. side, perhaps, but I'm just going to pretend that's a cool Yeah, put it out there. And for this last one here, I really enjoyed last uh, week when we had Duffy's family vet and we all laughed about how much money they would get. I think this person might even be richer as someone has entered as Puffy's bookie. Oh, so good guy. He's Puffy's a good guy. Bookie, also in the league. A good uh, guy. Hey, Next week it'll too. be it'll be Jimmy's doctor, Willow's anus. There'll be all sorts <laughs> of new teams in there. Um, so we won't be with you next week and we'll be back, uh, two weeks from two weeks from Thursday, uh, for the next edition of the rubber boots podcast, get your prostate exams, gentlemen, if you're in that, in, in, that, in that age, two week age wheelhouse, we remember that was the only reason I told all those stories was just to yeah. be educational, saving lives. Mm-hmm. See you next week. The female prostate or the skeins glands appeal to be the sorts of the viscous, uh, white secretion, which ex- exits from the urethra upon sexual stimulation. Someone would be oh. Oh, yes, I must have hit that spot many times. <laughs> How are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. Wait, 
Tonight? Tonight?